Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker episode. What is it, Gavin? It is now 520. There's no confetti or anything, no pomp and circumstance. It's just. But what you does know, that mean? Spirit fingers. So, you know, excluding leap years, uh, 52 weeks a year, so that's 52 Mondays over 10 years. So, this potentially could be our 10 year anniversary. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Like that. Something like that. 520, 520 episodes. episodes. But go ahead, Todd. This is your show. We, uh, I'm a little hurt that everyone else got to do an intro but me. <laughs> We're not, we haven't been formally introduced yet. Just well, play on fine. your phone still. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, uh, yeah, we have Joe Kimson. This is uh, podcast number 401. <laughs> wow, thanks a lot. You're That's part of amazing. <laughs> part Thank of the you. announcement. Thank you. I won't even talk about food tonight. That yeah. grinds my gears and whatever. What is it, Gavin? Grit your teeth and grind your gears. What ruptures your discs, uh, or <laughs> gr- yeah, grind your? I don't know, something like How that. How come I get chastised for touching my phone, but then you were just touching yours? I don't understand. I wasn't what just touching my phone. Chastising you. Double standard. <laughs> Malarkey. I'm turn mine off. How come I didn't get a notification that behind the bunkers live? You got a lot of complaints. In there. I know. Hearing of grievances is early today. <laughs> no kidding. Bring your mic a little closer too, because I don't oh, think yeah, people at home shit. can yeah. hear you as well as. Because uh, he had someone else wearing my mic, using my go. mic. Here you go. Yeah. Whatever. And I, he took it into the Johnny on the spot with him too. Great. Yeah, yeah. Nice to see all of you guys in the live chat. Um, we are broadcasting live over Facebook and YouTube tonight as well as recording for our weekly paintball show uh which is our podcast rather i meant to say so thank you guys for joining in um what do we have tonight tonight we're going to be talking about uh, amongst other things what style of paintball do you play and why can you maximize that please uh it is oh it is not maximized my mistake i'll fix that um so we'll have to come back to that in just a minute but we are going to be talking about what uh style of paintball do you guys play and why uh, we have a vault segment, and uh, maybe while I'm fixing this, we can show what we did on the weekend, Matt. This is the view inside our production booth. You can see all of our monitors. We are covering uh, live paintball for the Ontario Paintball League. And uh, there's our camera operators. There's Matt operating. You can see our we're inside our, our bus, I guess, is what you would call it. Yeah, so maybe one day... When all of this nonsense is behind us, maybe you'll see that at an event near you. I prefer to call it the Shaggin' Wagon. The Shaggin' Wagon. Maybe what, maybe what we'll do is we'll tow it to uh, Dulles and have it outside Ooh. the hotel. I what, can sleep in there. What weekend is Paintball Extravaganza? I have it here. No, you want, you can talk. No, no, no. It's all, I'll it's just your, go it's your, it's your read. Um, <laughs> it's February 8th to the 10th, Washington, uh, Hilton, Washington, Dulles Airport, um, 2022. February. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, buddy. And this is where we're going to be staying. I can enhance and show you the room, but I don't want to give it away just yet. We'll we'll tease that for later on, so you guys can come knocking. Um. So yeah, tonight we're talking about what uh, what style of paintball do you guys uh, uh, play and why. And then a couple of things here, guys. The paintball media uh, that they are uh, featuring episode five coming soon, and it'll feature the femme fatales. Uh, all girls all the time. There you go. That'll be a good uh, good one coming up September 7th. That was awful. Well, no, they're all... <laughs> I'm talking about the team. They're all girls on the team. All the time? Well, if you didn't get the fact that they're femme fatales, they're all female team. Um, I got this as an email the other day. Ooh. I don't know what you guys think of this. This is... Why are you scrolling so quickly? Okay, I, I want to get to the top. So this is HK's version. They're calling it the LV1.6. 
I, I like the elf. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like the milling, but that's very synonymous of uh, right there of the old um, carnivore. The carnivore colors. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. well done, my friend. Yeah. Good throwback. Fossil. So whatever, yeah, that... I don't know if I like the milling. It looks like it'd be a pain to keep clean, but... How so? You know, it's not... They're not deep grooves. Okay, well, when I clean my gun, it's drag it across the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Um, so if you guys are looking for something different, maybe head over to HK. Uh, still Planet Eclipse quality, just... Uh, looks like it's just branding for HK, so... Uh, last week we talked about what features do you guys hope to see in uh, at a paintball field and uh, here was a comment that came in on YouTube and I wanted to read it today Jason Down says uh, I would like fields like uh, more fields like CPX Sports Nuketown Field uh, more fields like uh, video games I'm an, I, being older I would love to play a field like the farmhouse from Rainbow Six on N64 or Goldeneye Field <laughs> Uh, my kids would like Halo or Call of Duty. I would like the Dust Field on Counter Strike. That's an old reference there. Did you ever play Counter Strike? I, I did. Joe did. I, I know I, that. I don't recall. Yeah, so it was basically it was, it was like a sand field with with stone uh, buildings and stuff. I the reason why I liked it, I just thought that the 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 building layout was great. It was really easy to, you know what I mean? Like it, there was no real good hiding spot. It, it was uh, really separated uh, the good players from the bad ones. Um. This, uh, this is going around, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, hashtag save flag graders. Um, maybe someone could post it in I our did. live chat. Excellent. Hey, did, you, did you pin it? I, I don't. I, 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 I can't. I think you have the pin ability. There I you have, go. I can pin a bill. I can pin it. Okay. Yeah. I so, just, did I just pin it? I just there it is. It. So our friend Joseph P. Kimson has put in the chat, and I believe it's pinned right now, uh, the change.org backslash save flag raiders petition. Um, and it is very close to hitting another milestone. I know. Uh, you know, which can really advance the cause. So for those who don't know, uh, flag raiders is temporarily on pause as regional council sorts things out uh, for zoning and approval so you know for those of us in the southern ontario area we're out without or michigan field, or michigan or yeah or yeah the border states uh we're without a paintball field which is really really sad and disappointing and it's not great for the sport as we're post-covid recovery so even if you are not uh in the uh, ontario area even if you've not played flag raiders please head over to change.com slash flag save flag raiders to sign the petition uh and that really really helps advance the number of uh of names on the, the petition so we can have the original council really take a look at um, and take seriously uh, some accommodations in terms of getting the field back up and running again. I do want to preface this, put a asterisk next to it. Uh, you don't have to donate as much as it says that encourages you. You don't have to contribute any uh, any cash to it because that does not go to flag raiders directly. That goes to change.org. It goes to change.orgs for, for their stuff. Uh, so just sign the petition, share far and wide and uh, do whatever you can to do to help grow the sport and continue to support the sport, including flag raiders. We talk every week about helping supporting the you know paintball and and putting it to the masses and this is one way to keep it there. So la ladies and gentlemen, we give you guys a free weekly paintball show and podcast. We never very rarely ask you for anything. We would really appreciate if you guys could do this. We need to get to at least five thousand signatures. We're about four or five hundred away from that right now. So if you're members of any group or anything like that, please share it and hopefully yeah. we can reach five thousand. Look, I'm not mad hops or hoops. Barker from the UK told me he only comes down for flag raiders and no other Canadian field. No flag raiders means no UK tourism. Yeah. And that would be jolly awful. Uh, It'd be a agree. pity. 
A pity. I guess that's what it was. <laughs> I, for, I forgot that word existed. Pity. Um, so, yeah, please, please, please. And we'll remind you over the course of the show. Um, and for those of you that are posting it, you guys signed it and shared it, like Matt Hoops and everybody else, to be honest with you, we do appreciate it. So even though we're still asking people to do it, we do appreciate every single one of you guys that have signed it. Um, Stay tuned to the both the show and the Flagrators page, too, for... Yeah, additional initiatives coming up as well. But if you can really share yeah. and uh, sign the petition, it would be greatly appreciated. We're working on a direction. Once we figure that direction out, we're going to ask for one more support, and we'll we'll figure that out shortly. Um, Eric Bronco uh, in the live chat says, "Normally listen to you guys on Tuesday, but I figured I'd watch you guys live. Very strange seeing your faces." <laughs> Here's a question. I'm Eric. Todd Ansich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm Garvin Sharma. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, here's a question, Eric, and and hopefully you can answer this. But uh, what did you think we looked like? I wish, and, and I'd like it honestly. I wish there was a police sketch artist that you could describe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and you know you can use famous people. You could just do a description. But what did you? What did you? I'd really like to know what you guys or what he thought. Because there's thousands of you guys that are listening to our podcast every week, and I I would really like to know if maybe some of you have never seen the show. Not that you need to go to your local police station and get a sketch artist to no, go, I but you, I'd I like you to know, like, you know, is Gavin on crayon? Is Gavin blonde, blue eyed, blowing locks? Does he have a beard? Like, wh- how do you how do you picture? How do you picture like you know? And, and on the same sort of flip side of that, Todd is I picture every name I read in the comments and like, what do they look like? <laughs> what do they look like? And so I well, sketch it at home. And where do they work? Does anybody have any? Does anyone work for a company that has tires? Is anyone a lawyer in Ontario? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Stephen Meyer in the live chat says, uh, we look like porn stars. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy that comes to fix Only the photocopier. Only from the waist down. Yeah, I'm almost... the guy that comes to fix the photocopier, but actually fix the photocopier and leaves, <laughs> yeah. right? So. Speaking of porn stars, I almost wore my Pew Pew t-shirt today, but it was just a little <laughs> snuff, so I wore this one. <sighs> so there you go. I wore, wore an old vintage I saw one. that. I, I was... I'm going to put this away now. This is my... Uh, I know. It's just like it is in pristine condition as well. Nice. I can't. Where's Bud Orr? Is he in the chat? No. <laughs> I don't know, but if he shows up, I'm going to... Yeah. You can stand up, but you'll have to put pants on. So thank you thank you guys all for joining us. Please hit that like and share button if you're watching us on uh, Facebook, um, as well as uh, there's that petition link is, is in, the, uh, in the in the live chat there. Um, if you guys are looking or interested in getting yourself a Shocker amp, uh, let us know. Behind the Bunker has a few of them we are looking to sell. Uh, that would help support the show. We're looking to buy some new equipment for the studio this year, so by all means, get at us. Um, Paintball for the Cure, Saturday, October 9th. Uh, Gavin knows more information about this. I apparently. don't. That was off the top of my head. Um, so I, I believe. I, okay, so please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, any of the producers of this, uh, but it's a great cause to get behind. But I believe this is our fourth year. Year three is $15,000, I believe, and I hope they exceed that because, again, there's not one of us in this room, and I believe in the chat, that has not been affected by cancer or know somebody who has cancer. So whatever we can do to, one, have a great time, as well as uh, help support uh, finding a cure would be amazing if the PayPal community could do that. So please get behind this event if you can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I got in the news for today. Um, we have the Vault segment coming up. And uh, we have lots more on the show, including the topic and some of your questions. Matt, was there another video that we had loaded from OPL? Is it worth playing or you want to just pass? No, the OPL event was terrible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning it was long. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, it was. uh, Gavin was was invited, but he never showed. 
He said he was coming. All right. I'm still <laughs> on my way. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be there eventually. Yeah. No, it was a good event, and uh, uh, a lot of good teams won, and some terrible teams did not. So, whatever. It Answer, is what it is. And to answer Lorenzo in the chat, yes, I'm in much better spirits today. I do have a beverage beside me. So, yes. thank you. Thank you for your concern. Nice. <laughs> thank you, Lorenzo. How's the vibe? It's a uh, good vibe. <laughs> vibe good yeah. yeah, good vibes. Nice. Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we go check out uh, Joe's From the Vault segment where he goes into his vault and brings out an old piece of retro equipment. And uh, when we come back, uh, a little bit more to go through. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and we look at something kind of neat, kind of cool, something you may not have seen, whatever. Today we are going to go inside the sub vault again because this sub vault is laden with all kinds of goodies, and we will pull out a couple of these. These are kind of neat. Uh, these are from Custom Products. They are an on-off, which used to buy because not many markers in the early days would come complete. You would have to finish them off. And we've talked a lot about it. So you would get your on off that you'd want, that you put on it, whether it was matte black, off, often they were available in dust or chrome. Sometimes you'd want a mini rail, so you'd put a rail on, then you'd have to buy an elbow for your macro line. So these are kind of cool. These were available. It's kind of neat when you'd go to a show or something and the, the custom products trailer would be there and you'd be able to, you know, pick out a couple things that you wanted, maybe different color, but these were available in a myriad of colors and they were designed to fit most uh, paintball markers at the time, whether you're getting a Planet Eclipse or a die gun or some kind of Empire gun, but even a Piranha, you'd put one of these on. And you could often upsell a guy from a basic stock Piranha ASA to a, a fancy dancy custom products ASA in dust black or, or um, matte black or whatever you wanted. Anyway, guys, girls, you've been watching From the Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. That was my vault segment where we uh, went back in a little bit of time, back in history. Um, for anyone that has, has been playing paintball, probably 15 years or sooner, like most high-end high end markers did not. And we've talked about this. It just came with the marker and a, and a, and a barrel. They didn't come with a barrel kit. They didn't come with an ASA. If macro you wanted, line or anything. Macro yeah. line or anything like that. Um, so you had to, you know, you as a retail store, you would have a variety of different, you know, on-offs from a basic stock one to a duckbill one to, you know, custom products ones. And it would be neat. We'd go to a show and we'd, you know, if it was driving distance, we'd buy, you know, five or six of each of what we thought were common colors. Like you'd buy gloss black, matte black, chrome, dust, and you'd buy a blue and a red. And then most most people and a yellow, I guess, because we had a lot of yellow stuff at Flag Raiders. And then most most people would come in and they'd buy their marker. Then next week they would come in later and buy an ASA and they want a barrel kit. So it's pretty neat. You'd be able to really customize and modify your your personalized paintball gun to um, you know be sort of your own. It was neat. I do miss that about the old the older days. That was one of the days. <laughs> days Archie. Uh, you could really customize it, right? So yeah. uh, right now the guns are exceptional right out of the box. Uh, but they do lack a little bit of personality, right? So I do, I did, I did appreciate that in the '90s and the early 2000s. That when you saw a marker, people put their heart and soul into it, and all those fiddly bits, and it really became personalized. So I wish that would come back. Yeah, um, I I remember swapping like stock ASAs for those specifically because that had an on off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that was really why I did it. Also, uh, drop like not drop forwards, but um, 
rails to just slightly move your tank back yeah, those, those, was a big thing for a, for a moment as well. One of those had a rail on it, one one didn't. But you know, some guns didn't even they just had a hole they didn't even have a dovetail so if you wanted yeah. the ability to yeah. move move your um asa a little bit then you'd have to put a rail on yeah. and, and they had a dovetail it's pretty pretty it's hard neat. to believe guns used to not have on offs and not have some of the niceties that they used to as i said you used to get them in a white box or a brown box and it would be um which do you prefer Gavin? you know just plain <laughs> it would be plain um to, to, to go back to a point in, uh, that we were talking about on, on YouTube, uh, Eric in the, in the, on YouTube says, uh, listening to you guys now, very strange seeing your faces. He responded to my question to say, what, is, what do we, he, he think we look like? He says, uh, we look like uh, the paintball regulars that try too hard on the field, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Nail amazing, on the head. Yeah. Amazing. Thank and you very says, much. And P.S. I work with uh, Charles Holton. Happy. Uh, at PL in Massachusetts. Hey, well, that's Eric, your fault. Our sympathy goes out to you, sir. <laughs> What's PL? I'm going to Google it. PL Paintball. Oh, PL Paintball, like full time gig? Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I done crash Facebook. How are you guys making out with it? Um, I think mine is. I have a good stopped. relationship with it. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not getting. I was trying to share it in, uh, to all my favorite places, and it. Uh, I do know. I me. do notice there is a. Um, very slim on the share factor, so I'm going to do that plug right now. So if you have the inclination to hit that like and share button, comment, or even tag a teammate or a friend in the chat, that'll be helpful for us to uh, spread the love of BTB. And, uh, you know, so you freeloaders can actually earn your keep this evening and uh, hit that like and share and tag a friend and uh, let them know what you're doing tonight. Phoenix uh, Gasparini wants to know about Gavin's fiddly bits. They are fiddly and bitty. <laughs> Oh, Phoenix, you're going to get me in trouble. Stop. Yes. <laughs> Phoenix. Oh, very good. So tonight we're talking about uh, the question. Let me load it up here. What is, uh, no, here it is. What style of paintball or what genre of paintball, if you will, why did do you, you play and why? <laughs> I picked this topic so I could use the word genre. And then I spelt it out and looked at the graphic and I'm thinking, how many people are going to read that wrong? And how many people are not going to know what the word genre meant? Gangrene. I don't have yeah. gangrene. <laughs> I rode a tractor. Anyways. Um. <laughs> Great reference. Anyway, let's keep moving on. Yeah. I have a bunch here I will pronounced read. Pronounced Deerte. So, uh, yeah. Oh, so, go we're going to talk about you guys. We're going to watch in the... We're watching your comments in the live chat as well as uh, the live YouTube chat. So, if you guys... Uh, I have a, I have several I will read. Dylan Kai, Pump Speedball, because whatever F the haters... Uh, Matt Logan, any kind is better than the kind I can play now. My local field has been stuck in a local government <laughs> loop of holdup. It's unfortunate that the season is almost over and no one in council wants to help out a local business. Boom! Is there a petition that they can sign? There is a petition. You can What's go to www.change.org backslash save flag raiders. That would be amazing. Um, then lots of comments there. Corey Kimson, I may know her. Do you know her? She's Todd's wife. Um, I play administration. Some someone has to manage the behind the scenes and keep the facility operating. I guess it's up to. I need to up my game to find us a place to play. Indeed, you do. Maybe you and Matt Logan could work together to get uh, local cities to um, get us playing before um, it carries on. Uh, Phoenix Gasby, I play CQB Woods Ball at Paintball Explosion. My style is Mag Fed Pump Stock Class. So we should explain to some people at home. Um 
what CQB is, and maybe maybe let's break down some of the different genres. By the way, speaking of my wife, uh, my secondary <laughs> wife, Lisa Weber, says genre, drink three times. <laughs> and Timmy Hanley said I was pronounced genre, not genre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How do you pronounce it the other way? Genre? How you spell Genry. it. Um, so, okay, so let's talk about it. So we talked about CQB, which is close quarter combat. Correct. Uh, MAGFED, I would consider to be that, would be a, a style of play. Yes. Um, recreationally, meaning like the guy that just comes out on a Saturday and Sunday just playing the field as he would. Um, Joe likes woods ball. That I'd would like be someone not. that just plays in the woods. That's um, about right. Woods ball is rec ball. Pump, to me, is its own thing. You know, like I know there's pump speedball and there's whatever, but... If you play regular paintball and you play with a pump, that's a that's that's a genre as well. I would say because there are guys that are just class, pump. There's like there's a there's whole stock class. bunch. It's all there's paintball. Speedball, and then among speedball, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. So that's what we're sort of trying to um, to, to break down. So when you guys are typing in the chat, um, yeah, I need to get Megan to make a flow chart, a Google Doc, a, a Google Doc flow chart. All right, of sounds the good. Different kinds of a monthly flow chart. Th- no. <laughs> You walk, you walk. No, I meant like you tabulate them every month. Okay, Gavin, stop. you're just, oh, stop. 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 You're trying to be innocent. Right? It's Gavin with the you, filthy mind. Why are you mind. pointing it at me? I, I think you could make a pretty neat chart of how how, a, a, what, how what would the chart progress. be called? A Rick chart. <laughs> Rick chart. By the way, thank you, Rick chart, for sharing our petition. Yes, we just sir. noticed that on on the Facebooks. Uh, that means a lot to us. Not as um, much as paintball extravaganza means to me. So Devin Schwartz, uh, the Schwarzenegger, jumps into the debate. Scenario, rec ball, woods ball, we're all different. I'm not getting into it right now. We're moving on, all right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We still have a lot of time left. We can get into this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. Was, I all was right. I motion to you guys, and Matt comes right over to me with a camera. That's just perfect. That's like when I'm drinking. He comes over to me. It's like, you know, your sponsor needs to know this, Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, no, whatever. So uh, Joe's got more. Gavin, do you have a couple as well? Oh, and then yeah. Maybe we'll talk about here. I got caught up in the uh, show. I was actually enjoying it. And while you're getting work. your pieces of paper together, Cliff Meyer in the chat says, signed and signed. He's been talking to council, and it's not going uh, the way he wants, but he's uh, not going to give up. Excellent. Uh, so I believe some the Instagram worlds, uh, Toxic See-Through, uh, says he, play, he or she plays woods ball. I'm not the most athletic, so I hunker down and support my team by calling out other players, locations, pinning them down uh, to allow my team to move up. And Paintball 100 also says woods ball. Mostly scenarios, speedball, once in a while, Magpen or Hopper, always semi-automatic. And he's been playing for on and off for 25 years. Yeah. I have... Um... Davy Jan, I play both. I've uh, been playing since 2000. Seen way too many people getting burned out within three or four years. Just adds the variety of paintball. It keeps things fresh. Exciting. Hank, Henry, Hank, Emery, Rack and Scenario. I prefer scenarios. I can do what I want. When I want, I prefer not to run. Would scenario yep. be considered a genre, I guess? Because yeah. there are people oh, that yeah. literally just play scenario games. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Uh, James Zenhart, uh, new TFR member, yeah. uh, says uh, he plays Manic Bad Corners, running straight to the front line and disappearing into the bush. And uh, we have to thank James for coming out um, to the TFR uh, barbecue the other night. And he is fresh out of having his, fresh off having all four of his wisdom teeth out. So he came out. To say hi and didn't stay long because he was in blood. a lot of pain. Yep. So he just said, hey. hello. <laughs> uh, little Wolfie Critchlow in the live chat says, uh, in the woods, I'd be. All right. 
There we go. Uh, Jeff Brooks, my favorite is Comp Class, 12-gram direct feed, like the 80s tournament game. Cool. But, sorry, Wolf, mm. would you not be considered mag-fed? Are you more of a mag-fed? Are you strictly mag-fed, or do you muck a, about with other... He has a box mag. Well, that's not mag-fed. Actually, I haven't seen I haven't <laughs> seen him play. I mean, obviously, from, from his videos, I haven't played with Wolf in a while because I don't have a field to play at right now. Um, but oh, Gavin, I'll hug you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, but I've seen him. Uh, most of his videos are, they seem to be exclusively mag-fed. So both, yeah. the, both with the box and that's bag. Why, and, yeah. Yeah. So. and his son plays mag-fed kilometers. He, he hasn't had Flicks. the opportunity to switch over to the EMF 100. So he does play with his, his damn... Um, and by the way, congrats, Wolf! I saw today that you hit one million views on. Uh, I think it's on like TikTok. 10, I think was it's like 10, ten million? million. Oh, yep. then I didn't. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to belittle it. Is it ten million? Yeah, you're, you're talking them down now. Look, wow, that's good. So, ten you know, million? That's ten times better. That you know that that TikTok's <laughs> a source. I'm telling you, and uh, yeah. and our friend Wolf is capitalizing on it. So, thank you for growing the sport uh, and that medium as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, what a what a beast that TikTok can be, right? It sure can. The downside is like. How much do you retain on TikTok? Like it's, I, it's that quick uh, planting a seed, yeah. right? That subliminal, almost yeah. like a, a messaging. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a great platform. It's Absolutely. a lot of fun. There's a ton of people on it, and it's very yeah. quick, right? So uh, the ADDH or the ADHD generation that uh, that appeals to them, and you know, good for you, Wolf, for hopping in yeah. on that and, uh, and spreading the love. Well, he's getting paintball in the minds of people who could be sitting in line at the bank. They could be, you know, in a passenger in a car who's scrolling through TikTok, like. These are these are great little weapons for paintball to to, to get into the masses. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, yeah. can we get a save flag readers TikTok? <laughs> oh. With your ten million reach, yeah, yeah. we only need reach. about a million though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, viral videos are easy to get now. Uh, there's penicillin <laughs> for that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well done. Um, do we have any more on your sheets, sir? Ah, oh, crap! I keep forgetting this is show. <laughs> um, so Parker Stuckless 58 says speedball uh, he's into the fast pace intensity of it and the adrenaline rush you get from playing in a fast environment yeah, I agree yep. log 13070 uh, woods ball scenario ball because I grew up uh, with G.I. Joe and the military uh, and a military brat so oh, I enjoy nice. the creative aspect of great scenarios used to love playing Wayne's World especially their big games here's a question maybe we'll talk about this later on I remember when we were growing up and, and even not even so much when we were growing up, but like up to maybe 20 years ago, there were a lot more just war movies. So when you went out to the paintball field, you know, you'd kind of, you know, you'd kind of emulate that. Is it me or is there just maybe less war movies? There's more like... Uh... I, I think there's less. And I was thinking about this the other day because uh, we were talking about um, like early flag raiders was those Vietnam campaigns, right? And so at the time when I started getting into paintball, uh, that was all the medium at the time, right? So there was like all Vietnam-based movies and books um, because people, uh, veterans started writing stuff at that point and it was, yeah. it was published so we had Platoon yeah. and there was Hamburger Hill oh, there was yeah. just, a, like, just a number of that yeah. that genre if you yeah. so, so to speak so I think there was a there was a need at that time and there was a big push and yeah. support from Hollywood yeah. uh, and now I think everything has moved off into this like sanitized comic book world type stuff too with superheroes so I think you're seeing less uh, military action um, yeah. and you're seeing much more sort of fantasy but, but Hey, we we'll didn't see. address this tonight. George Hay brings it up. He says, Zuby sure is quiet. Uh, Zuby. Sorry, Zuby's away this weekend. I thought you got that from the beginning of the show when he wasn't sitting in his chair. But so la last week yeah. when I was off, yeah. I sold all my podcast equipment to Zuby. 
That's what and I heard. So he is doing his own podcast this evening uh, and competing for our number. So he if you can hit like get... and share uh, <laughs> so we can beat his ass, and then he can come back next week. I saw him talking to some of the rummies on the main drag to see if he can get some co-hosts. So we'll see how that... What's a rummy? Because he's going to sing the old gray mare, she ain't what she ain't used, what to, used be. to be. Wait till um, you see his dancers. Uh, yeah, really, Zuby's away. Uh, hopefully he'll be uh, better for next week. He had a... He toured the Croc Factory, and there was an incident. <laughs> there was enough off-casting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, sorry, getting back to the point about the movies, between rom-coms. Rom-coms weren't a thing back in the day. You know, back back in the day. Back 20 years ago. Like, there's so many different... And there was less comic book movies. Far less. Far less. So... We didn't have the technology then to really do the... No. So it had to be like... But we could do war movies pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Uh, Wolf says Zuby's filming on OnlyFans. We've been trying. Um, He's got 10 million reach there, too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to pay for that, though. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, no, Billy, I, I know you think he's teaming up with the Command Bros, but Zuby will not miss lunch. <laughs> Sorry, he's not joining anybody for their lunch podcast. Sorry, can I do a quick aside as well? Yeah. Um, so I want to wish a very happy birthday to Colin Cooper. Uh, he's a viewer of the show. I don't think he's on tonight because he's smart. Uh, <laughs> but he did say, you know, uh, you know, thank you for the birthday wishes that I extended to him. And I, my birthday promise to him was that I would not bring the show back when it goes derailed. So his birthday present this evening is unfiltered, unrailed train uh, going off the tracks, hitting people. Whatever happens tonight, happens tonight. Yeah. Um, speaking of off the train tracks, let's go back to yet another point. Rick Chart says uh, they moved Paintball Extravaganza to February 8th till 10th, 2022. I Big announcement. Uh, after In the Theft in Memphis, uh, George Hay will be returning as head of security for awesome, 2022. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> nice. So I'm pleased that uh, you know George Hay with his tactical security crocs will be there. You can um, just imagine someone trying to get past him at the gate. Hey! But I think his Crocs have Picatinny rails, so he can put oh. like, flashlights on and laser pointers. So, yeah, Good I think him. everybody was quite safe with his tactical Crocs. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we started four different conversations there. That's okay. I'm talking to myself. Yeah. Movies maybe we'll get back to later. Uh, topic at hand you is... You know what yesterday is, was? Speaking of movies, Sunday? It, was, Sunday, yeah. it was the release of... In 1979, Apocalypse Now was released into theaters oh yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Neat. I'm I would watch just go to the theater to move it. I hate theaters now, but I would go back to maybe watch that. I would go to watch a drive-in with Apocalypse Now on Black I don't Hawk know about now. a drive-in. Yeah. Because I can wear my Tiger Stripe Pop Smoke. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would go. I would go see it again. I wouldn't see it on TV because it doesn't have that that effect. Um, watching on the big screen, you'd get that. Yeah, you get if they did the redo where they re, re- enhance yeah. the sound yeah. and the video quality. That would yeah, be awesome. I went and saw the Redux version, like the three hour long or <laughs> yeah. sixteen hour long version in a theater. <laughs> that that it was genre. Great. Yeah, they added that when scene of that? Colonel Kurt, when it Colonel's came out, face having a shower. Yeah. But, okay, I can sit through it now. I'm, I'm older, my body's less forgiving, but with the advances in theater chair technology, that would be very modern comfortable. Advances. Yeah. Modern advances. Uh, I, I would do that. I would yeah. do the. I think it's like three hours long. It's three plus at yeah. least. Let me just. I I bring up IMDb here, maybe. There may be an intermission, so you can get that extra popcorn. Yeah. Layer but the butter. You could all go to the lobby. <laughs> yeah. What uh, 
So painful genres we were talking about. Let's finish it up. Gavin, what, what is your preferred? Do you have... I know we can all just say paintball's paintball and I get yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah. like, if you kind of had to pick one, let's kind of force force the... Force it. What what would be the most favorite for you? Um, what I play regular is just regularly recreational paintball magbed. Uh, yeah. But I love a good scenario. I'm not talking big game. I'm talking a good scenario uh, capped numbers. So it's just not free for all on the field uh, and really mission based. So that's what I sort of, that's what I got into the sport with. Uh, this is still my passion. So when you have to, you know, I'm not talking like just hold this for 30 minutes. I'm, I'm talking really intricate missions uh, that are simple. Um, I really, uh, I love scenario ball. <laughs> intricate missions that are simple. No, no, but no, like yes, simply, I, I do simply, agree. Uh, yeah. Simply communicated, but not yeah. just like, let's just hold this or raise a flag, right? Uh, yeah. Whether it's retrieving props and putting props together, like that whole puzzle piece, that that chess-like paintball yeah. is what I really love. So, yeah. But, you know, we, we, try, we got away from those kind of, missions because we, we 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 thought that people wanted just to have sort of battles back yeah. and forth but i think i think you could bring back mission-based games safely Agreed. now and you know you would still have the the those those hankering for the firefight but also those wanting anchoring yep, yeah yeah sure. those hankering for the firefight but also those wanting you know that would be willing to complete a mission or, or, or do something like that. I think it's pretty yeah. cool. So For Happy sure. Holton in the uh, chat says he he play, he likes to play uh, shoot the dude. And <laughs> there is a role for those people on the field. 100%. Always. Um, and there's, that's why people show up too, right? Oh, it's going to be a target-rich environment, so I'm going to blow off my paint. And then uh, I'm got, I'm done for the day. But yeah. and then you have to have a nice balance, nice mix on your team. Hopefully that works out as a general, yeah. uh, because the mission is where uh, the points come from. Uh, but there are yeah, there are people who just show up to to shoot the dude, and yeah. that's okay too. Hey, Jabe Corbett in the live chat says uh, speedball had a blast at OPL this weekend. Um, mm. I I played speedball for for many years, many 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 years, and loved it. I'm I'm done. My body can't take it anymore, and I and I've stepped away from it. Most of my buddies don't play anymore, so so I I've, I've kind of moved away from it. I think if I were to have to pick one style of paintball, I I don't know. Sadly, I would say pump, and I would say recreational, um, just yeah. because I don't play as avid as I used to, and I think that uh, if you gave me a chance to go play in anything, and you know I had ten people asking me to go do ten different things, that that would be the one I would choose. I would just want to play recreational paintball. Take me out to a couple scenarios, play one side, play play the other side, and then go back in, and like a like a regular Saturday Sunday, and just take out the pump and go out and have some fun. So I do miss pump play uh, yeah. since Magpet came along, and I've really just jumped uh, head 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 first into it. I yeah. love Magpet play; it's a lot of fun. It reminds me of what the feeling was for pump when I first started but uh, I haven't picked up my pump markers in a long time so yeah. I think uh, you know once we get up and running and uh, um, yeah. I will uh, definitely bring up the pump bring up the pistol as well I wanted uh, I wanted this year 2021 to be the year yeah. of the pistol for me but uh, we'll yeah. see we'll see if that can still happen if it wasn't for COVID I would have picked up an M170R and then I have a mechanical dead accurate gun that I could go to at a slow rate so if I don't have my pump that would be my preferred gun i think I'm, I'm not so much into the mag fed and not because i don't like it because you're a i just don't want that <laughs> i just don't want to work when i go to the paintball field <laughs> no hear me out i don't want to go off the paintball field first of all i don't want to go out with limited magazines okay. right and i don't yeah. want I, I don't wear chest harnesses so for me i don't want to carry you know all that nonsense on me and coming off the field i'd rather talk to you guys and have fun than sitting there and refilling and refilling and refilling yes. and you i'm can, not you saying can, you that it's a bad both. thing you can do both so one, you can get uh, tactical belts where your mag or your mag pouches are around your waist, similar to a 
similar to a pod pack, Todd, so you're not going to lose too much of that muscle memory. Mag-fed people got to you. (laughs) Are they ever going to make a uh, mag-fed bandolier? They do have them. Really? Good. They do. Why, and that makes sense. But done? again, like, no. I would rather have a manual. Are you just asking? Like, <laughs> I'm inquiring because it, okay. it popped into I my don't, head I don't and I wanted to patent it. I don't it. want it. Do they have, a, do they have like, mag-fed squirts? No. They're, okay. <laughs> they make the bandolier. Sure. Yes. That's one thing I can't claim to have invented. But I'm still going to make... <laughs> The uh, the porta potty bidet. Anything? Oh, the porta potty bidet. Okay. With a foot pump, and you just kind of sit there and pump it. You install your, your bottle. Yeah, of that's water. your own pressure gauge. <laughs> oh look, someone left their old bottle of water here. Yeah. No, no. it uses the the blue stuff in the bottom. <laughs> Apocalypse now reduce 197 minutes long. That's, that's still over long. like yeah. 310. Yeah. That's a couple of bags of popcorn, three trips to the bathroom, and dinner at that point <laughs> it's yeah, 53 yeah. minutes longer than the original version well. archdog 73 says scenario or recreational paintball joe you only have one opportunity to play what are you grabbing are you grabbing a mag mag fed gun pump regular are you playing rec, rec ball you're gonna trade it all in for some speedball what are you doing Who, me i'm gonna play i'm gonna play recreational with a mag with a mag fed gun on a tuesday night if i could get some uh, how to field I'd be out with my friends playing paintball. But, uh, you know, when we would run games on Saturdays and Sundays, we'd end up having, you know, four or five games running simultaneously because you'd have a, you know, you'd have a couple groups of 50 caliber low impact kids playing for a birthday party. You'd have the, the 68 caliber rental people playing by themselves. You'd have maybe a mag fed group playing on their own. Then you'd have the walk ons or equipment owners playing in another separate group. Um, you know, you'd have that's what you'd sort of have going on on a typical Saturday and Sunday. Plus, there'd be speedball field, speedball uh, players practicing, and and likely a group of airsofters. So we'd have you know the whole the whole action sports genre as you know it would be covered, and you know, and we might even have a group playing Nerf somewhere and some people axe throwing. So we'd have a lot of different yeah. action sports activities simultaneously going on and i was getting more enjoyment out of recreational than the big games yeah. uh like the tuesdays were brilliant right uh, it yeah. was experienced players so you could just you can get really great competition in but the vibes baby the yeah, vibes the were vibe great. check and I, and I found a lot of big games or scenario games uh in at least last couple of years have been really challenging in terms of attitudes on the field yeah. in terms of teams and rivalries and it's just like it that it, it's not my bag baby yeah. it's not my bag and i think that's why i like a saturday sunday better than a big game only because it forces the play. Yep. You're out there, you play, you switch sides, you play instantly again. Then you come off, you air up, you get paint, and five minutes later, the referee's calling you back onto the field. I like uh, good value paintball, I call it. It's quick turnarounds. And then you can spend a half day at the paintball field and still get through your 500 bag or your case, depending on how you shoot, yep. and not have to be there all day, all day. There's nothing more frustrating than paying your entry fee, having paint in your gun, hopper ready to go, and you're sitting on that picnic table listening to war stories while the referee is saying, you guys want to go out yet? And they're like, no, not yet. Yes, I do. War, I want to. Yeah, war stories are for the, the restaurant afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so get your game time in. Yeah. But we, we really found when, when, when we, on Tuesday nights when we switched from the dominant play of a hopper-fed player to the dominant mag fed player, there was a tremendous slowdown yeah. in oh. efficiency because guys, not only would you come back in between games 
and ammo up and still banter, but you'd have to ammo up, load your mags, and loading your mags took a considerable amount of time, even at going as quickly as you could, but there was there was a lot more um, preparation, downtime. I guess, downtime yeah. and preparation time, turnaround time yeah. for those guys using mag fed. So you lost you lost a fair amount of time. So, you know, the days when we were, when we played, you know, Tuesday nights and recreationally on, on a Saturday or Sunday, and everyone was using a hopper fed paintball gun, whether it was a speedball gun or just a pump gun, and it had a hopper, the turnaround and the efficiency was yeah. way higher than playing. You, so you described it much better than I did because Gavin didn't ram it back down your throat. No, I was going to say, like, you know, people <laughs> have to the... adapt. So that's people just learning the, the yeah. mag fed cell. So, like, I always take six mags on my chest, uh, one in the one in the gun, but I also have in my dump pouch, I have a bunch of 10-round tubes, right, filled. Yeah. So when I'm in between games, I can fill up as I'm walking off the field. So my, yeah. my turnaround time is much quicker. So if people start learning how to maximize, maximize their, their efficiency yeah. in the playtime, then uh, they can adopt stuff like that. I enjoy watching your dump pouch. Elliot Darno says, Emac with upgrades is all I, all I ever need anymore. Um, and Robert Hansen says, put me in the woods, wreck ball with my auto mag. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I agree with two I out of the touched, three of those. I have not touched my 68 yeah. uh, uh, classic in forever either. Like, I've, yep. jumped, I've jumped head first but into on that note, Andrew Woodward says, Joe, what about a game where everybody shoots old school, like mini old mags. stock AGD <laughs> mini mags? That'd be good. I have a mini mag. Mine's like a, probably a first generation mini mag, too. Mine's and, pretty old. And Jeff Thompson, yes, I do carry extra mags in my darn tough socks. This one wants to tag. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well done, Jeff. <laughs> Good Darn you, Tough Jeff. Socks Darn. actually makes mag, mag uh, koozies, no, and they're uh, called socks. Well, their tactical <laughs> socks actually has molly on it, yep. and so you can uh, you can put your pouches on there. You can put it actually in, in some of their expedition weight socks. You can put a mag in your socks. Yes, thank Is you, Is that Jeff. a mag in your socks? Are you happy to see me? I remember back when Gavin and I used to travel in gang, we'd put a doorknob in our socks. <laughs> Our extra sock. George, hey, I have a bindle full of mags. <laughs> Good for you, George. I want to see a tactical back. bindle. I miss George. George will soon be able to visit us soon at this at this rate as, as things are starting to open up. Yeah. And bring us some Trader Joe's goodies. Oh, Trader Joe's. Maybe we can. I just want your company, George. I just want you to I don't. <laughs> I, I want to take his Crocs. <laughs> he probably has a wallet chain that attaches his Crocs to his pants so no one steals them. They'd be worth something Good now. GPS tracking tags on it. Yeah. Um, genre, we finished or? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Um, that's good because I was going to tell you guys about something that uh, I feel pretty strongly about. Planet Eclipse. Did you know that they have more championships, new mechanical, uh, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division? I said I wanted an M170R. That will be my my gun uh, of choice for next season, and that's from Planet Eclipse, guys. Get Planet Eclipse and take on the world. Leds, uh, we're checking our mailboxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have components to build a MG100, EMG100. But in what in, color? In flat, dark earth. Amazing. Nice. Um, Enola Gay, when the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke, now with new individual packaging. Boom. 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting stage direction from Todd. That's the reason. What about Sorry. Uh, right, Apparently, so, I'm yeah. not because the camera's not on me. <laughs> so here we go. So uh, thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in America by Brett Davis and his crew. Check out AirUps.com. Okay, I'm going to break the fourth wall. Gavin, can you read Zuby's copy since he's not here? I could can. you read it with with his inflections? Uh, and somebody who's not uh, <laughs> sponsored by Ruthless. Uh, Ruthless, uh, Dream Spade, Ruthless Paintball products color sublimation craftsmanship never die on or off the field ruthless will keep you fresh make sure you use the promo code btb15 for 15 percent off of your orders i'm wearing a ruthless shirt adapt create and win exalt is in our blood so make your game it's boil like get available <laughs> get exalt which is available worldwide worldwide oh hey uh hack your commute and dominate any terrain Snowboard all season with this self-balancing board that feels like carving fresh powder all year. With its 12 to 18 mile or Canadian 20 to 28 kilometer mile range and hands-free operation, you can crush boredom and want to never stop riding. <laughs> yeah, baby. Stop now. <laughs> Shop now at ride509.com. Oh. And get 10% off your order by using the code BTB10. Josh just lost his reading rights on that one. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to practice it before he comes back. Um... DLX Technologies, guys. True industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get to the podium. And ladies and gentlemen, that's where you would like to be. Uh, I do like your enthusiasm, Charles Holtons. He says, the reeds! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he means that negatively or... Or, or not? Would you say, Matt, that we crushed the reeds? Oh, we, we well, I don't know if we crushed them, but we did our, good. Our reeds were so strong, they had thick welded seams. As <laughs> far as I'm concerned, there we go. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, I'm just trying to think how Josh reads his read. It's like ruthless. Ruthless. Give you ten percent off. He goes ruthless. Dreams fade. Ruthless products well, never. Like a, <laughs> something like, like that. Like a nineteen fifties radio announcer. <laughs> well, no one asked me to read these reads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can read this now. He would say. Oh, we miss Josh. Oh, my favorite part of the show, you guys rock, he says. It's pretty bad when... Uh, so if that <laughs> is your favorite part of the show, folks, make sure you hit like uh, of all the sponsors because they keep us on the air. I know that Paintball has been really struggling. We've lost a couple of sponsors, but we appreciate those who are still with us uh, and those who, who support Paintball and, uh, and this program as well. So if you can go there, give them a like or just tag them in uh, in this chat right now. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, We're asking a lot of you guys the last couple of days uh, to also like and share the program or tag a friend because, hey, this is behind the Bunker, 520 shows tonight, yeah. folks. Yeah, uh, really. So it's a big one. Well, let's talk about the sponsors for a second. So first of all, I'll, I'll go down the line I'm, as I'm looking here. Planet Eclipse, they've been with us for a number of years. Uh, Jacko and um, Leds, they, they, they've been really supportive. And anytime we've needed anything, they've asked and and they've they've supported us. Um, anything they've ever asked, we've we've tried to help them through and and uh, help them promote. But in all honesty, guys, they don't need anybody. Planet Eclipse has great products, and we're very, very happy to have them on. Enola Gay, they've been with us nearly since the beginning. Their smoke is fantastic. How can you not want to have them as a sponsor? Yes, sir. I mean, we use it all the time. Ruthless, I mean, we like them so much, we're even wearing it. Look at Joe's wearing, you know, uh, a Ruthless design uh, T-shirt uh, as well. Lux. Not only do they like the show, but they also sponsor our broadcast series at uh, OPL. OPL. And because of them, we were able to raise money to buy some camera equipment for it over the last few years. So thank you to them. Uh, AirUps has been with us. They were our second sponsor, and they've been with us through thick and thin. 
Exalt's been with us for years. Ed's great. Um, his products, again, are, are innovative and uh, are awesome. And, uh, you know, Flag Raiders, well, we support them. They support us. And Ride 519 hasn't done shit for us yet, but, <laughs> you know, they... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I would say, like, it's like in each... I mean, all the sponsors you've listed to, they're all incredible individuals too, right? We're not talking <clears throat> massive organizations, right? So, yeah. um, you know, it's it's nice to be able to do the face-to-face, and I'm hoping to connect with uh, each and every one of them at uh, Paintball Extravaganza, which is uh, February 8th to 10th uh, in, in Washington this year. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to industry trade shows and getting to see friends we haven't seen in a long time, uh, particularly all of our people who support the show. Yeah, absolutely. And happy birthday to Jack Woods. Sorry, John, I didn't know it was his birthday. Oh, my gosh, that's a, um, sh- that's a sin. It is. You didn't even list him in uh, all the people you're thanking at Planet Eclipse. Well, that's a Pet Shop Boys <laughs> song there. Is that a pity? <laughs> <laughs> They have Tetley tea over there, or is that just a no. North American I think a, thing? That, I think it's a sin over there. It would be, yeah. yeah. Earl Grey, the Earl Grey, yeah. English breakfast, <laughs> although I have a hard time saying that properly anymore. Depends on where you go. Yeah. All right, where are we at in the timelines? We have a little bit more time left here before we uh, before we say farewell. We have uh, some mail time questions. Um, so here's a question I wanted to talk, but we'll leave mail time till next week. I think okay, uh, good. none of them were were, were super uh, urgent, uh, more topical than anything else. So here, I, I was having a conversation with another uh, uh, person. It was uh, Tom Guest. We were talking on Saturday on the OPL's broadcast, and we were talking about bunkers. And they had a center bunker. It was a big uh, laydown brick, and um, it was very popular. Right off the break, either someone would take it, or within moments, people would take it because you needed it. But by the time someone, you know, we're figuring that out, every team would do it. And then they would run around and d- dummy each other. And then it would go on to four on four right away. Kind of what the old wall used to do. Right. But then we started talking, what if that bunker, because Brent from AirUps has clear bunker material and he made bunkers that had windows. Hypothetically, let's say he made an entire bunker that was clear and that was that center bunker or any bunker on that field. But that, that center bunker is what we were talking about. How much would that change? Um if you would see a player behind that bunker, because first of all, the center brick was so big that just by seeing him and knowing it was there, doesn't mean you're going to shoot him, right? right? Um, the bunker was so big that the only thing you really wanted to know was what side he was on. Was he facing the Dorito side or the snake side? And would players fixate on that because they know there's a player there because they could see him? Would it be like hmm. when you're an X-ball and people used to yell, he's in the snake, he's right, in the right, snake, right, right. and they'd have those yep. arrows. As an athlete playing, I remember, you know, at first, you'd start panicking, like, you keep hearing snake. It's like, yes, you calm down. I know there's a snake player, but he can't get me, right? I practice this. I know he can't get me, but if I go up here, I can maybe get him. So that eventually slowed down. But with a clear bunker, how much do you think that would affect game of play? And I'm not talking all of them, just a couple on the hmm. field that were the key ones. You know, would you get target fixation? Would people be watching it all the time? Great question, Todd. Uh, I'm gonna have to. That was quite too bad question. you couldn't. Yeah. To too bad you couldn't that have that bunker. But when you were on one side, you could pull a curtain across. Like when you're like, <laughs> like you're changing. Like yeah, you're, you're changing. Or going into a shower. Or going into a shower. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. interesting. Um, I don't know if that would be. Yeah, like I, I'm really pondering this one. So one, you'd be able to see positioning, yeah. and they'd be able to shout out, but you'd be safe. Uh, you're less worried about is there somebody there, yep. so you're aware of exactly the position of one of the players. Yep. Uh, that's so, a lot for me to consider. So this bunker, so think about it. So this bunker, you know, it 
he could either shoot out the Dorito side or shoot out the snake side, right? So as a snake player, would you be more cautious to fill because you knew that player was there? Or would you still go if you didn't, right? I, I don't know. It, it was a lot to think about. I, but it's, uh, a, you know, it's almost like that crap where you can just look through cracks in the fences and yell out people's yeah. position too, right? So there's some yeah. safety and security there. So would people dump a lot of paint trying to obscure the view, like just yes. covering it, yeah. right? So. But again, it wouldn't be so much... Like, the, the, the refs squeegee the bunkers pretty thoroughly between each point, and you wouldn't even be able to... Like, you wouldn't be able to make out the person's name or anything like that on his jersey, but you would know that shadow was there, right? Like, see you'd the see silhouette. that. You'd see the silhouette. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting thought, and uh, yeah, that would really, I think, really change at least the dynamic of the field anyways. But which bunker would you choose? And I again, guess it depends it, on the layout. And you don't know which is going to be the most popular bunker when they're designing. You kind of have All ideas. All clear but... snake, so you could see them crawling. Oh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Yeah, no. I don't know. But guys, no. when they go into a snake bunker or when they move into a bunker, the, when you see a professional paintball player most likely they get to the bunker and they don't touch it. There's no bumping, yeah. Yeah, where or they'll see, as a professional player, they'll see a movement in a bunker and they'll know exactly that there's somebody there. So clear bunkers are not necessarily going to give everything away, but... Uh, okay, Todd, I'm going to pin this right now. That's a stupid idea. Let's move on. <laughs> really? I, <laughs> no, I, I just... If it, yeah. No, like I said, I have to do just uh, some, some consideration. Like I said, yeah. people, people brought up the car wash, right? Yeah. I thought that was a stupid idea. When you were working played, at it? Yes. That, that played out fantastic. Like people yeah. diving through that, right? So... That's a question some other time. What is the stupidest bunker you've ever played in? And I would say a pile of tires Base or skids. Yeah, That's but that, another but one. No, but if you go back, <laughs> if you go back to the early days, right? And before there were inflatables. So the first speedball fields were skids and spools, electrical yep. spools with yep. tires. Or really but it was, lay down twigs in piles if but, you're yeah. going into but the it woods. Was but it was still, even the first speedball fields with skids and ends of electrical spools, they were still mirrored images at the 50. People didn't know what they were doing and you had a piece of 4 by 8 plywood at the back of the field where you were a starting block or your penalty box. But you still had, it was still a rectangular field with a halfway point and they were mirrored images from from the get-go and we had our first field before we had inflatable bunkers it was tires and tires and spools yeah. and plywood yeah. and these the reason why i didn't like axles. the tires it was the same reason i didn't like the skids or the spools or the twigs because they were they weren't solid surface bunkers so like the spool you could get shot through through the middle the twigs sure. you get shot through the, the you know some openings and that's where you get all that spatter all over yourself right like the one good thing about either speedball field with bunkers or if you're playing in a prop town that has buildings with plywood, you have hard surfaces that you can hide behind that are 100% effective. And why I kind of didn't like hyperball is because that was like that. But because of all the edges, I you didn't like really that. have a divine edge. I love edge. that. So yeah. you, you, the, there's the illusion of being protected. I really like that. <clears throat> Uh, I see Nick Sloliak in the chat saying, talking about the sticks and big holes. And I would like to pose a question to him when we, we, we meet again or we chat again about the Claire Bunkers because he has no speedball experience at all. So I'm just curious about, <laughs> you know, from a layman's point of view, what would that be like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Critchell brings up a good point. He says, the worst bunker he ever played was a hornet's nest. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times you don't, you, you don't mind getting shot as you kick over something? It's like, oh, yeah, run. really. Eh? Forget the scenario. Forget the scenario. <laughs> yeah and you know what not every field can be disney um and have great great props 
you know, he, he, another thing, you know, we would go to Challenge Park, and Challenge Park was one of the best paintball fields we'd ever played at. They got these great streets, but between the buildings, it was hollow, and they had walls of mesh where you could see players, but you couldn't shoot, and it caused a lot of people to get upset. Okay, Todd, I hate to say this. I wish I could delete comments, uh, but Nick Sloyak in the chat says, <laughs> so, you know, that he wanted clear bunkers for years. He's, He's been talked about it. I hate you, Todd. <laughs> okay. That's what he said. Imagine a wall being transparent. There yep. you go. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you missed that or not, but we just talked for 10 minutes about uh, the clear bunkers because Brent can make them. He's made them before with windows in them. I just thought, what if you had a clear... So we just played an event that had a, that had a massive car wash in the middle of the field that was heavily played like the race two used to be. What if that was clear? You knew the guy was there. You could see what side he was on. And then as he went to the one side, you could run up. Right, it would make the games more playable. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think you would still wind up with them just dummying each other because they can see each other. But okay, I I don't know. Do you remember the pins that you couldn't stand behind? But the lane were like lane blockers. Yeah, yeah I I liked those. I really did. Right? Yeah, so there, I agree. that encouraged some movement. And yeah. but that was fifteen balls a second. Yes, too, right? I was so, going to say you yeah. needed lane blockers, otherwise you'd never get anywhere yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, I guess clear bunkers would almost emulate sideline coaching again. Right. To some, to some respect, but would it would put it more on the athletes' uh, back instead of listening to some yelly lady out there with a shrill voice, right? So. Archie, <laughs> Archie's in the snake. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to say farewell to you guys. Please, please, please hit that like and share button on the way out. Let people know that we're live. Uh, if you only caught a little bit of the show like uh, Little Nick Sloyak did, you guys can listen to it as a podcast. Just download it anywhere you get your favorite podcast from. We are there. Just search for Behind the Bunker or do the search for Paintball Podcast. Uh, that would be great. And uh, if you guys want to stay live with us, head on over to YouTube, our YouTube channel. We're still live there. And we're going to be for a few minutes. We're going to talk uh, after uh, for our after show, which will be combined on our Paintball Podcast as well. Um, so thank you guys uh, for listening. And... Uh, yeah, Nick, to your point, he says CXBL did a good job of utilizing uh, the pawn in their layout. Yeah. Hey, so. Nick, could you do us a, could you do Flag Raiders a favor? Could you share our petition uh, to help save Flag Raiders on your on your Instagram or your Facebook page to get some of your followers to help sign our petition so we can reach five thousand? If you sort of give us a little bit of a plug, it would be amazing and appreciate it. Agreed. So anybody, uh, Nick Soliak included, uh, make sure you hit www.change.org backslash save flag raiders to sign a petition. You haven't done so already. Uh, we're trying to get paintball up and running in our region, uh, running into some roadblocks, and we need to grow, grow the sport. We need to save paintball in our area, you know, post-COVID, uh, give people some mental and physical exercise, uh, save flag raiders. I just thought you said, let's help grill the sport. I was just thinking how delicious that would be. Uh, it is delicious, and I will hook the first Raider dog if we're up and running. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> For sure. Do you know how happy we're going to be that first day? And then by the third weekend, it'll be like, oh, yeah, oh this again. God. Never. I <laughs> no. will remember this moment of <laughs> no not kidding. playing and, uh, and, and embrace each and every uh, moment I have out there. No kidding. Thanks, guys, for watching us on Facebook. We'll see you guys next week. If you're watching I uh, wanted to continue, head over to YouTube. And if you're listening as a podcast, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Live poor. <laughs> As we just come back. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hear screech, screech <laughs> shortly. 
But yeah, I, I was, hope so. <laughs> but yeah, I do like how Gavin was was sort of poo pooing my idea. He was doing it. He was doing it diplomatically about my clear bunkers, and then Nick, Nick comes on. Well, and... he, okay, he's got some, he's got some experience. Uh, like I said, some. I mean, like, hey, I play too, but <laughs> yes. nowhere near At his, his caliber. <laughs> no, but uh, no. Yeah. Like I said, I had to think about it a bit. But I mean, obviously, Nick, who has been playing for for years, the top level, he um, he agreed with it. He's been talking about it for years, so. Yeah. All right, let's <laughs> let's all watch the show and rewatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought your point was okay, but now that Nick said it was good, well, I, I, it added some mustard <laughs> to the hot dog, right? It, it, it so. sure did. All right. Um, yeah. Um, Dear God, like there's some momentum here. Like uh, we got the uh, in the chat. Uh, make all the bunkers clear. Like you're starting a revolution. But it, but it wasn't Nick <laughs> Sloyak. It's someone named Desert Eagle. So Desert Eagle to me means probably maybe not a speedball player. Maybe more of a scenario wood wood player. So yeah, there we go. Well, could you play? Okay, let's say let look uh, look at My a scenario no already. Okay, but, but think of a recreational field. Yeah. What if you were playing in a prop town field, and uh, or a CQB even. Let's say, let's talk about that. Let's say it's a CQP building and it's all made of a translucent material, so you you can't really see the figure, but you can see the shadow. You were on a roll at the beginning of the show. This after show, you have gone from completely mental. Why? Could you play a CQB or even just a prop town with clear bunkers? It's like asking, can Not you play in a okay. house of mirrors? But here's the thing. So think yourself. about it. In a in an I mark my words. In a few years, we're gonna have technology where we have those heads up display, and there's gonna be showing where your teammates are and potentially where your opponents are, right? On a overhead map, on a heads up display. How much more different is that than clear bunkers? Okay. Maybe I'm just looking at my theory backwards. Maybe just because we can do it doesn't mean we should do it. So yeah. at what point will technology be too much for the sport? Dan and Hardy says so. We're playing Minority Report. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so before yeah. you know, you could load up your pods and then you walk onto the field. Oh no, you've been eliminated already. Yeah. You were eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Thompson says just make a mirrored ceiling. We're not playing in your bedroom, Jeff. We've said that <laughs> once. We said that twice. <laughs> you played once, and it was a bad experience, wasn't it? <laughs> Sure was. There was a whole lot of me in there. <laughs> okay, but again, okay. My question I posed to the uh, the room is: yeah. uh, At what point will technology be too much? Like either by guns or air or <laughs> clear bunkers. Like at what point we will? Hey, this is no longer paintball. Yeah, I like this. John Jones, who's watching obviously over from the UK, he says, "Been to the pub, had a nap." And here for the duration. <laughs> Attaboy, John. One of these days, we'll either be over to see you or you'll be over to see us. That's great. Um, Desert Eagle says, make them all clear and then start removing random bunkers th throughout the point. That so, would be okay, cool. Okay, so I did talk about that. Um, one of my ideas. Oh, it's terrible. It is. No, but like, okay, so you have bunkers. <laughs> almost like a, almost like a, like walls. Like, or a trap door that drops and down. And then they drop down. Like yeah. every so often, like they'll, like there'll be a countdown and you don't know what bunker that's going to be. Wouldn't that be great? And then all of a sudden, everybody's out, or a few people are out in the open, right? So then you have to reshuffle. Cooler if they blew up. <laughs> like explosions? Yeah. Poof. The Jeff Thompson explodes. says, but you'll never forget his mirrored ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> or you could have each bunker with a person inside, and when they get their bing, they, they cut a hole in it, and they come out like an egg. Well, forget <laughs> about the technology. Forget about all the technology. What about Dan and Hardy? He says, uh, simply just put a wild tiger on a chain at the 50. Ooh, I like it. Gladiator style. <laughs> yeah, that would please me. 
<laughs> deflating bunkers. Um, you a Roman the, emperor? Yes. I didn't know if anyone was going to. Well, well, happy that that's actually a feature at lower grade fields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're chained to one single skid that's in the pile. Yeah. Yeah. I like that deflating bunkers. I like Joe's birthing bunkers idea. <laughs> I knew it. It's like Russian dolls. <laughs> they just cut out. They just cut out and they, the bunker collapses. The person cuts themselves out of the bunker. With what? The knife they're taking on the field with them? Yeah. Okay, put a zipper in it. Yeah. I think we should start letting Nick Sloyak and all the people that play speedball just give them each a shank. A bayonet. It's a prison fight. <laughs> yeah. No, but just think. No, if you gave each fire, you got really excited about that. No, just just listen. So if you gave, it would be costly. So if you gave each play, each player a shank, and they went on. Just listen. Just listen. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with a you. prison shiv, maybe. Give each person. Can I have some, a toothbrush? That's some way, down. Some way they could punch a bunker. Yeah. So the game lasts. So they have to. They have to use a strategy. Do they deflate the bunkers or leave them inflated? So that they can continue the battle because they have to play four or five games. Yeah. Say they play. Why don't four we or five arm them with magnifying glasses? Ooh. Yeah. And then they just hold it up to the sun and they burn little holes in the bunker and slowly deflate. So we're using yeah. some of Happy Holton's ideas yeah. as well. Huh? Or you just see somebody like Nick was here. <laughs> <laughs> he etched his name in the side of it. Oh my That's god. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Best after show ever. Yeah, I love a, I love the prison concept. I think what <laughs> I think what we need to do for next week's topic is find something that only Gavin gets pissed off with, because it seems to make the topic just more interesting. I can't even look at Gavin. Right I now. like this shirt. I'm gonna get more. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. You're wearing yours. I'm wearing I'm wearing a brigade shirt. Yeah, a brigade yeah. shirt. All right. So I did I did wear this and uh, because my friend Milos, um, the bar manager, had uh, his on had his on and he inspired me to, to wear it. So yeah. I thought about wearing that. So, nice. but I thought okay. So I, it, I don't say after show and you know, Core is no longer a sponsor of the show. I thought that was a big oversight on their part to get rid of the program. Yeah. I'm really really pleased that Ryan Sexton was able to you know he was, he was handed that back to him. Yep. Uh, he did a fantastic job. When he was at Core or GI, whatever it was at the time, uh, with the Brigade program, so I I love anything that has that fosters community yep. and bringing people together. Yep, and the Brigade 100%. program is still going strong, so please check out the Brigade program online. Uh, Ryan Sexton's a great guy uh, to get a, a fastest hold of. growing scenario team. And uh, yeah, if you want to be part of a community at a field, um, multiple events, check out the Brigade. Yeah, uh, Dan Hardy has a slight modification to your theory. He says, "What if you fill the bunkers with propane?" Oh, <laughs> and everybody's smoking and then light too. them randomly on fire <laughs> <laughs> that's funny doge 42 try the new exalt bunker shank there you go i'm sure ed's working ed on right evans now. is gonna get to work tomorrow he's gonna be drinking his coffee he's gonna boot up his computer as sit there he's gonna see hey new product idea and he's gonna see several several emails coming in from various viewers of the show and be what is this shank? An Prison exalt shank? shank. The exalt bunker <laughs> shank. He made us a 3D printed uh, drop forward or a flame drop forward bottle opener. I'm sure he, he did. Could do a shank. I have a gold yeah. chain with it. Yeah. It's yeah. in my somewhere. Yeah. yeah, that's when Joe used to have some crunk on his teeth. That's right. He was <laughs> <Yes>. gangster. <laughs> yeah. That's why I brought the shank idea up. <sighs> All right. Well, why don't we end the show here, ladies and gentlemen? On a high note? Yeah, Lisa absolutely. Weaver has a good question for yeah. next week. What is your favorite eatery 
each field at the each field. Lisa, why? To. Why? Why would you encourage See, this? Yeah, I know this is going to be a good one because Gavin's already I'm upset. I'm already upset. Yeah, it'll be. I'll be <laughs> stewing for a week. What's your favorite restaurant you go to after the game? Oh, it's a good one. You know what? I'm gonna oh my God! Down. You are writing that down. I know. No, it's a good I, one. I'm going to join Josh in his podcast. <laughs> and he, you'll have to replace his rummy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's found a few rummies downtown. I'm sure he did. So, favorite place to eat after post game? Post game. Because we did do a show topic not too long ago about best food, food at a field, yeah. or or heading to the field. Yeah, but where do you go after? Yeah. Everyone has Our, a favorite yeah. place to go to. Gavin, I I, I do. Okay, yeah. there you go. And um, as per Lisa's request, Gavin will head up that conversation next week will, on the show. I will moderate it. It'll be a <laughs> short conversation. It'll be a 15-minute show. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. See what you guys have encouraged at home. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Gavin, thank you for being on the program tonight. Always great to be here, folks. And I'm going to beat this one more time. Uh, please head over to change.org slash save flag raiders to sign the petition. Uh, you don't have to be in the country. You don't actually have had to play at the field. But just if you want to share and save the sport in Ontario, uh, please uh, put your name on the petition. And again, you don't have to contribute yeah. any financial any, any means financially. Uh, yeah. Just hit like, share, and it could be tag anybody. Any email. It could even be your Pornhub email. It Correct. doesn't matter. Um, Desert Eagle also says, do strip counts, Kaz's eateries? Mm. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess. All you can eat crabs. <laughs> nice. Stay away from the seafood buffet. Genre hunters. Uh, All right. Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Bunker. Very good. Thanks, guys. See you next week.